0: Mike Kapler here along with Joel Brzezinski for another edition of Growing in Grace. We are so glad that you've decided to drop in on us. We know life is busy, and uh, even though our podcasts are not all that lengthy, relatively speaking, uh, we know that sometimes it's hard to squeeze things in. So obviously you want to hear some good news, and you've come to the right place. Amen, Joel?
1: That's right, and if you want a shorter podcast, um, just turn it off right now. Uh, and that's that's the podcast for today. Thirty. Seconds. Go to the end. Go to the end. <laughs> yeah, go to the end. Hear the hear the uh, the end of the story and how it how it all turns out, and then you'll be fine. You'll get it all uh, right there. All right. But but really, you know, so much of this stuff, you got to, you know, we, we've been talking a lot, Cap, you and I, between ourselves, and maybe it's come out on the podcast. I can't remember. Sometimes I can't remember what we talked about on the podcast and what we talked about you know, between ourselves, but just the simplicity of the gospel, you know, how simple it is, Uh, it should be that a child uh, would be able to understand it. But there are some times when religion and a lot of legalism has has come in, and it's kind of made the waters a little muddy, and so sometimes you got to clear through some of that stuff, and so it sounds like it's not all that easy it might sound complicated but really we're just trying to clear the water uh to uh to build up to the the simplicity of the gospel sounds weird but sometimes you gotta break things down in order to show how simple it really is so that hopefully that's hopefully when a person listens to our program that's what they're getting out of it the simplicity of the gospel
0: yeah it's interesting uh like you said we were talking and um i it is simple i mean the, the gospel is simple but it's it's a god thing and so that that makes it vast mm-hmm. and eternal and multidimensional and something that i don't think we'll ever fully come to a, you know a complete knowledge of i think we'll always be learning about this thing we call the gospel I, but at the same time bringing it back down to our simple minded level as as human beings some more simple than others, and I fall into that category. Um, Yeah, you you can be like a child and get this.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. And so, you know, if you want to grow in your understanding of the gospel and of God, you know, you can talk to God, you can ask him, God, I want to understand you more. I want to know you more. You know, that is, I want to understand who you are, who I am in you. I want to understand the gospel and rest in the fact that, that God will show you in the way that you understand, and always knowing that, like Cap was saying there, there's going to be more to learn all throughout this life. I think whoever knows the most about the gospel on this here planet Earth really has just a tiny glimpse <laughs> of God and the gospel, uh, but yet God has uh, graced us with um, the understanding of him that we do have enough for, for our time here on planet earth. And then we'll have all of eternity uh, to grow some more and all this. Well, we got some um, things to talk about here. You know, we, we spent, we've spent some time talking about the words of Jesus and uh, we're going to kind of get back into some of these uh, things here, talking about the parable of the good Samaritan. And a lot of times we in the church will just zero in on this parable and try to get some sort of a practical teaching out of it. And it's not that we can't get a practical teaching out of what Jesus said in the parable of the Good Samaritan, uh, but we're going to try to you know, show a few things that happened here, why Jesus even brought up this parable, uh, what led to it, and, and what possibly uh, Jesus could have been trying to uh, say in there. So it starts off where... Um, Jesus just hanging around one day, and behold, the scriptures say, because you got to have that word or it wouldn't be the scriptures. Behold, <laughs> <laughs> in Luke 10, Luke 10, 25, a certain lawyer, a man of the law, stood up and tested him. Key word there in some of this. This man was, wasn't just any old uh, regular person just just trying to, oh, i got to question Jesus, but he was trying to test Jesus, saying, Teacher, what shall I do? to inherit eternal life <laughs> what shall I do and uh, so again he's trying to test Jesus Jesus said to him, well hey you asked me a law question you know what shall I do what you know it, it, Jesus I think per- perceived that this guy was coming from kind of a legal point of view so he said to him what is written in the law? what is your reading of it? And the man says to Jesus, Well, uh, the law says you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus replied to him, again, a law question with a law answer. You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But isn't it interesting, cat because I think the last couple of weeks (laughs) we were talking about how in uh, Paul's epistles it's revealed, it's, it's shown to us plainly that life is not found in the law. So in reality, when you do the things that are in the law, it doesn't bring life. But again, Jesus is pretty clever here, and he's responding to uh, this lawyer's question, and uh, it's interesting how the man responds to that. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And then he goes on with uh, the parable, which we'll uh, get into here
0: i don 't know if we're going to get through this whole thing because what you just <laughs> talked about there you, you might as well go get something to eat or drink, go to the drive through or something i 'll try and finish it off here, but no i'm I'm kidding, <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff here that you just hit on that my my my, my wheels were just spinning, just <laughs> listening to you but yeah you you pointed it out first he was being tested, so this is not a situation like where the the rich young ruler whom we've talked a lot about, especially lately it seems like where he, he was sincerely asking Jesus a question about how do I inherit eternal life. This guy was asking a similar question and Jesus knew who he was and, and he knew he was trying to trap him into saying something against the law. So he, his, his question wasn't necessarily one of sincerity, he was just trying to trick him. But it's interesting how, you know, you ask that law-based question and Jesus gives him the law-based answer. But he, he lets him answer it first. He says, mm-hmm. so, he, he says to the guy, so what is written in the law? How does it read to you? And the guy responds with what you just said, with the, the commandments and loving your neighbor uh, as yourself, loving the Lord your God with all your heart. And, but Jesus says, uh, you have answered correctly. He answered Jesus' question correctly, what is written in the law? Uh, What he answered does not bring life, however, as we mentioned, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but we pointed out probably in a number of places, including Galatians, where if a law had been given uh, that could provide life for us, then one would have been given, but it it couldn't, it didn't. But if we had stopped right there, Joel, and I'll bet somewhere in my Christian past, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did stop, Mm -hmm. at least uh, emotionally I stopped. Uh, You have answered correctly, do this do this law right here. Just just what you mentioned, sir. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbors yourself. If you can do that, out of 613 laws, if you can do that, you will live. And so I'm thinking, as a young Christian, I probably read that and thought, okay, wow, so this is what I need to do, you know, so that I can have eternal life. But then he asks the question, wishing to justify himself who is my neighbor? And so we're going to get into the parable here. But again, if if, if we stopped reading right there and, and closed the Bible, we would probably think we our, our our next homework assignment would be going back into I don't know Leviticus, Deuteronomy, even Lamentations possibly, and <laughs> uh, which is a book I haven't opened for a while. Um, and, and find out all the hundreds of rules and laws to inherit eternal life, right? I mean, if we stopped right there. but So Jesus is about to tell a story because this guy just said, How, who's my neighbor? If I want to just, he wants to justify himself, which we can't do, by the way, uh, who, who is my neighbor? So Jesus just begins this uh, thing we call the, the Good Samaritan parable.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and what you're saying there is exactly right. I mean, you look at this person's motive, which I think a lot of times when we read this parable, we don't think about these things, but his motive originally was to test Jesus, uh, and then Jesus told him he had answered rightly, that, you know, if he follows these laws, then he will live, and then the, the guy presses him even further, wanting to justify himself. So, you know, the law, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind, love your neighbor as yourself. Wow, do those things and I will live, but I want to—there's there's more, Jesus. I want to justify myself in front of you, in, in front of God. And so I'm going to ask you this tough question. Uh, well, who is my neighbor? And I imagine, you know, wanting to justify himself, he thinks that Jesus is going to probably give him some easy answer. Your neighbor is just this this person over here. I don't know what he's expecting exactly of Jesus, but the definition that Jesus gives of who is my neighbor— When it comes to this parable and uh, i think you're right cap we're not really going to be able to get into all of this with about two or three minutes left here uh, but the definition that jesus gives here in this parable of the good samaritan is something that goes way beyond i think what any of us would really think about in regards to well who is this neighbor of mine that i'm supposed to love as i love myself it's not as simple as we might think it is it's a whole lot more difficult than we might think it is and again the purpose go back and listen to our series that we recently did on the sermon on the mount a lot of times what jesus is doing is he is making things a whole lot more difficult for people <laughs> uh, so that they will not be able to justify themselves so that they will not so that their mouth will be stopped I'm, I'm justifying myself here in front of God, and, and then Jesus comes and says something, and that just shuts my mouth right up. Uh, that's what Jesus is doing here when he gives uh, this parable of uh, the Good Samaritan, and uh, I don't know, we got a couple minutes left here, Cap. I know we won't be able to get into the whole thing. Uh, I don't know what you want to do with this last couple minutes, but I'll pass it on over to you.
0: I think we will uh, get into the parable next week, but let's lead into it here just a little bit by pointing out much even though even though he was approaching Jesus from with a different motive to start than with the rich young ruler, they, they had the same sort of response though after Jesus answered them with the law based a- answer for the law- based question and that is, I mean Jesus just Jesus just told this guy. Uh, do this and you'll have life do do those commandments that you just talked about sir and and it still wasn't enough you mm-hmm. know, remember the rich young ruler yeah I've kept all those commandments since my youth but uh, what else am I lacking well this guy kind of says the same thing I mean yeah, he, he was just told you'll have life if you do this but then he said well yeah I'm gonna justify myself that 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 probably isn't enough in and of itself just to follow those commandments so uh, you know, he wanted to justify himself you know who's my neighbor So that's just it, though. The the law will always leave uh, a person's heart rather empty, uh, feeling like they need to do more. But the the thing I wanted to point out as we get ready to get into this parable is that Jesus is not answering a question on how should I treat my neighbor? He's answering a question with this parable on how to inherit eternal life. Mm -hmm. And that is important for us to remember as we go forward, Joel, because most people just think this is a a lovey-dovey story about how to treat your neighbor. That's not what the question was about at all. And Jesus is still answering that question about how to inherit eternal life.
1: Yeah, that's right. And so uh, with all that uh, setting up next week for Growing in Grace, we will talk about the parable of the Good Samaritan